Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. And I am your other host, Becky Grimlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. And we're back. We are back. We just needed kind of a week to recuperate. We did. (laughs) We did. (laughs) We were both just kind of feeling blah. We weren't in the right headspace. We really needed to just take a week off. Yeah, and it was after the holidays. I just started a new job. And yeah. It was just a lot. It was a lot going on. So, but we're but, here to talk about. Yeah, the best nobody's. Also, yeah, nobody got sick. Nobody got. Nobody's. Nobody got. Uh, yeah, bid. it wasn't. It wasn't that. I always hate when people, you know, you say something's canceled and people automatically think, ah, it's the. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, no. no it was not that. Uh, but we will be talking about the top nine of twenty twenty one. An odd number for an odd near 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 what year? Jammy. <laughs> yes um and we're of just course mashing up words tonight we um our our list will be different um and then we were we are going to be talking about what we are looking forward to this year as far yes. as horror is concerned but before we get into that of course a word from our sponsor calm your body down Ding. nice that actually sounded really good <laughs> Like, I'm proud of myself. It's like, that damn. Was, that was good. That was really good. Um, So, as of tonight, um, you guys have until Friday for the after New Year's sale for 30% off. Um, Everything is 30% off. No code needed. Free shipping on everything. Um, Also, after Friday, the Pumpkin Spice Skull and uh, Snowman. Or, actually, no. I will be keeping the Snowman Bath Bombs, but the Skull and Pumpkin Spice bath bombs will be gone until the fall uh so yeah buy up while you can guys um even if you purchase on friday you will still get the discount but it will ship saturday so um everything is calm your body down etsy instagram and tiktok thanks guys calm your body down damn (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i jazzed it All right, guys. So this is actually really funny because when we were going into doing this episode, I had, I felt like I had not even seen nine new horror movies in 2021, to be Um, completely honest. Um, Hubby and I squeezed in two before the end of the year. And there were some big ones. Just to make them count. So yeah, there's two, there's two on this list. That got squeezed in literally at the last minute. So, yeah, I feel the same way. 2021 was just such a weird year after a year that didn't even happen that I feel like, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that felt this way, a lot of, like, I watched a lot of comfort movies. I think I needed, like, my familiar favorites rather than anything new. I just, like, wasn't ready yet. I don't know. I just, I needed my comfort movies. So I watched a lot of stuff I'd already seen. And then of of course watched stuff to get ready for the podcast. And, um, I finally knocked out two giant movies I've been wanting to see like all year. So I was really happy about that. You know, obviously we love horror, but we don't just watch horror movies. So there were other movies that, you know, I watched too, because, um, 
you know, my husband's not as big of a horror fan as I am. So, you know, there were other stuff. We watched the new Matrix, fucking loved it. So anybody that's an old school Matrix fan, I don't know. I heard some people say they didn't like it. I fucking liked it. My husband liked it. Um, I thought it was cool. Uh, but yeah, so... So there were other movies that came out too that weren't just horror. Yeah, so there was like trying to fit those movies in. I got called out by my nine-year-old niece because I hadn't seen the fucking Sonic movie yet. She's like, I saw it in theaters. And I'm like, well... <laughs> Do you know how much I get called out because I haven't seen Moana? <laughs> oh, no. I've seen that like three It's not that I don't want to watch it either. No, it's just like, I'm when I go to watch a movie, I'm not like, I'm going to go see, I'm going to watch Moana. No, I'm, no. Also, it's, it's, yeah. Made me cry every fucking time. No, thank you. It, I'm so, good. You know, goddamn you, Disney, and the childhood trauma and the fucking fuck. And the fucking <laughs> fuck. They get you every goddamn. They really fucking do. There's a new one that's out, I heard, that everybody's, every goddamn millennial on TikTok is posting that their kids are like, why is mom crying? And I'm like, no, I'm done. I done had that enough time. It was like. Let me tell you how embarrassing it is when you're having children console you. And don't understand. Did you ever stand Frozen too? While you're sobbing. No, I still haven't yet. But the first one made me cry. So okay, I'm so sure there's the a part. Second one's probably there's a part in the second one which doesn't. I mean, he kind of does, but it doesn't. There's a part where Anna thinks Elsa's dead, and she sings a song that kind of pertains God to suicide. Damn it! And I was sitting there with my sister, and we're like, <gasps> we're like crying, and Ainsley's just wandering around like, oh no. And we're like, oh my god, she has no idea. Watching Coco with my two nieces. And I am literally a blubbering mess. And they're like, it's okay. <laughs> they're they're children. I mean, like they were they were like ten and five, and they're like, it's why are you crying? And I'm just like You'll figure it out in 20 years. <laughs> Go back and watch these movies in 20 years. And, uh, like, live live through some shit. And then go back and watch these fucking... Fuck you, Disney. God damn. <laughs> I just I'm like, sure there's so many people listening to this. Has anyone been personally victimized by Regina George? I'm sure there's people with kids that are listening to this that are going, listen. <laughs> the Good Dinosaur. My kid, I don't want to. That movie was. I don't awful. even. Look, I I don't even want to talk about it. Fuck it. <laughs> the land before time. Uh, stop, because that's what it made me think of when I and I still haven't. <laughs> it's been almost thirty years, and I've been eighty-four. Exactly, that's what it sounds like. I'm so fucking old. I, I still haven't recovered from the land before time. I don't think any of us I have. I still do, no. especially because the little girl. No, we're not even going to talk about. Because <laughs> I know somebody's going to say, "Are you guys going to do a pot?" Absolutely not. I can't do a podcast on what childhood Disney movies. Yeah, that no, us? no, the poor little girl. Like, oh, that, yeah, the whole, we, that you whole guys thing, know yeah, no, we don't you. we don't do ones on kids. I can't. You know, somebody brought up to me about um the Chris Watt thing, and I just want to put that out there. We will not do a podcast episode about that. I'm sorry, guys. I cannot bring myself to even watch anything about that. No, thank you. And yeah 
you know, I know we did a Mothers That Kill episode some time back. And we brought up we people, brought who have up killed... people who have killed children. Yeah. But I mean, like... Solely focusing on something to do things with Things like that are just so disturbing to us and me, both of us personally, that it's like there... There will be certain cases that more than likely we just will not touch on. And because it's just... Well, I'm just going to sit here and think about yeah. my niece and nephews. Well, yeah, it, it just, it, you know, and that guy is disgust. It, it, ooh, I'm sorry. He just makes me want to vomit every time I see his face. And I, yeah, it, you know, the time that we put into the research of it, and we also have personal lives, you know, there have been some things that we've talked about that have you know, personally affected us later after the research and talking about it. So, you know, that stays with us and there's just certain subject matter that it's like, yeah, I just don't personally want to talk about and research about and look into because no. it I don't want to think about it. I don't want <laughs> just, that it's too much. I don't want that being in my personal life. So um so anyway yeah, somebody I just wanted to address that because somebody had asked yeah. and I was like yeah no no I no, thank you. knew not that one nope. not touching it so guys our top nine of 2021 we of course are going to start with nine and work our way up to the best of the best because I know for a certain fact that our top two is the same yeah um so we'll start with number nine and work our way up. I cannot see my phone screen because the brightness <laughs> went down. Uh, do you do you want to go with yours? Like we just kind of we can just trade and then we can kind of talk other. about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we can do that. Um, That's so cool. my number nine is a classic horror movie. It is on Netflix. It is actually in Spanish. Um, actually, no, I lied. It's in Italian. I remember starting to watch it. I didn't know it was Italian, and. I was like, why isn't their mouths matching up? Hold on a minute. And then I clicked on it and I was like, oh, this is dubbed. No. So I took it off the dub and went, and went put it on Italian. I was like, much better. Mm -hmm. So this movie follows a girl who is clearly pregnant. Um, she's taking a ride to a new job, I think, or to home or something like that. I don't remember exactly where she's going. Um. Now, I have not seen this yet, guys. Yeah, so I don't want to give away the ending because it's actually fucking incredible. Um, um, but the... I'm going to plan on any of these that we have not seen on each other's list. We obviously are going to watch at some point. So, of course. Because we have a lot of the same taste. So, um, yeah. So, basically what happens is, is the car wrecks. They're, they're in the woods. The car wrecks. And then they end up by this home. This really strange home, and the road is nowhere to be seen, and there's a cult, and it's, it is so fucking good. Like, when I first started watching, I was like, this is, you know, I feel like I've seen this movie before, and then the end catches you so off guard. I started kind of having feelings about it at one point, but I was like, I'm not sure if I'm right. I could probably be totally in left field, but I wasn't. I love cult movies, too. Also, I'm a personal fan of cult movies. I mean, they can go one of either way. Right. But when they're good, they're fucking good. And this so. one, somebody said this movie was like Midsummer. Uh, no. Um, she told me that. Absolutely not. It got, it got two comparisons. Midsummer and Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods, 100%. Midsummer, what the fuck? Because there's a cult. Is that really the only reason? I, to me, it? it sounds like it after the way you described it. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is probably just people who have not seen a lot of movies. Because there's there's 
plenty of movies you could... There's one in particular on Netflix that's really fucking good about a cult. Um, I can't think of the name of it now. It came out. It's it's not a newer one. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of other movies you can turn to that have cults so, in them. So, the ending is actually very, very, very well done. Um, it does catch you off guard. It was fantastic. Uh, the reason I made it to number nine was because this was that kind of movie where I was trying to figure out my last movie and after watching it where I was like genuinely wild by the ending. That's why I had to do it. And um, man, I'm telling you, it's just, I want to say so much, but I can't because I, it gives things away and I don't want to give anything away because I want you to have the same reaction I did when I found out what was actually happening. But it's fantastic and I definitely recommend it. I would probably give it a solid... 6.5 or 7 out of 10. It was that good. And watch it. I would recommend watching it subbed. Because the dubbed, there's one of the guys in it, his voice is so goddamn annoying that I, I literally couldn't handle it. Oh no. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't. I, yeah. I've had that problem before with <sighs> stuff like that. If the voices don't match up, I can't. I'm like, oh no. This is not gonna work. Um... My nine, now we both have seen this. My number nine is Spiral. Um, and I, like, I sort of prepared to get shit for this. <laughs> um, my nine and my eight, I was prepared to get shit for both of them. But, um, my thing with Spiral, as far as it being a offshoot of the Saw series, I, um, first of all, I, and I think we talked about it, I think I gave it a good, like, six, six and a half out of ten. Um, I, so, because I wrote this down, and I didn't, I didn't want to forget about it because of how I felt about the movie that I feel like going in I liked the direction of the movie and that over overall the storyline was really good even though um I I thought that there were some scenes in particular that there was some overacting and I thought that there was a lack of kill scenes but the ones that they did have were really good they yeah. were they were fucking great as far as you know uh the kills, traps. kills the traps in Saw movies are all you know that that's the thing anything that's Saw related that's if you're a Saw fan that's immediately what you look for is the traps and yep. the traps were fucking spot the fuck on in this movie they were amazing so I mean for what I feel like this movie really balanced itself for what for what I didn't care for made up for what I did like about it so that's why I felt like for 2021 it had to make my list because um, I appreciated the direction it was going in and it being an offshoot of the Saw series. Like I didn't want something, I feel like people that complained that it wasn't more like, my whole thing with that is, is the Jigsaw story is done. Everything that could have been told about John and that whole thing is is over. We we don't we don't that 
anything about that story would be beating a dead horse. Yep. And we just don't. Yeah, that's that that story. They already is, tried to do that with Jigsaw, and it didn't work. And so. it didn't work. Jigsaw was a you know we've talked about this a billion times. Jigsaw is a solid movie, but it honest to God had did not need to be made. There is no, no reason that movie even needed to exist. That story is dead and gone. It, it does. We don't need any more offshoots of the Jigsaw story. So that was what I appreciated about this movie that it was still in the same vein as Saw, but that the Jigsaw story was done and we've got something completely new. Now, do I think it's going to lead to other movies in this series the way they left off the ending? I don't really think so. I don't think the movie got enough of a draw that people would really be interested in seeing any more past what we saw honestly i would i mean i listen i'm one of these people that i'm like if they come out with another one will i see it yeah yes. but <laughs> am i gonna be like oh my god i, got, I can't wait right no absolutely not but um yeah so i feel like i'll probably get shit for it and i know a lot of people didn't like it but i appreciated it for what it was worth i feel like for what i didn't like about it it made up for what i did like about it and you know, I feel like it was a solid six out of ten, if not six and a half, because the kill scenes were, the traps were spot on, so. It's true. So, my eight is Spiral. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, there's not much I can add to what you said with it. I loved what it did. It served its purpose. It wasn't mm. a direct Saw movie. It was, it was the only Saw movie I have ever seen that I figured out. Yeah. It is the only one that I've actually figured out. The rest of them were so all over the fucking place, there's no way I was going to figure it out. Right. Um, because, you know, that, that's one of Saw's biggest draws, is the twist at the ending. When the when the music starts, you're like, oh shit, this is all about to come together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, which it did that, but we had figured it out. Right. But it wasn't one of those movies that doesn't keep you interested after you've figured it out. Because right. after I saw, like, Literally in the first five minutes of us, I figured out what was going on. So, like, it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, I figured it out. This is dumb. It's, I love that I figured it out because I knew what was going on, but it's so interesting that it keeps you hooked. Right. Spiral was great. The kill scenes were great. The humor was funny. Uh, Chris I mean, Rock Chris was Rock and funny. Samuel Jackson, are you kidding me? It. Like, that wasn't going to be hilarious. So... That's why Spiral's number eight, and that's why it had to make my list at least somewhere, because mm -hmm. I do genuinely like what they did. I really do. I wouldn't be interested in seeing another one. I think they mm -hmm. should stop. Um, but, yeah, I, I did like it quite a bit. Uh, and my number eight was Halloween Kills. And again, <laughs> I got, I know a lot of people didn't like this movie. Um... I had issues with Halloween Kills. I did. The 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 things that people didn't like about it, I I totally get it. I totally fucking get it. I'm and I'm uh the people that I know the best that appreciate movies like this that I discussed it with them. I totally fucking get it, and I'm in agreement. But here's my thing, and I wrote this down too. I said. There was so much nostalgia in this movie that I, as an OG Halloween fan, needed and appreciated to my core. It was so fucking great to see these original characters back. Uh, 
Lindsay and the nurse and uh you know even Anthony Michael Hall like he's an 80s staple come on now you know right. 70s and 80s you know he was everywhere so um seeing him in it just it, there was just that the uh part in the beginning where they the flat the flashbacks it just the the sheriff um I'm gonna say a very controversial thing right now and I don't give a shit the beginning of Halloween Kills is the best beginning to end a Halloween it is. movie. It is. Period. It is. Well, besides the original. Yeah. But period any, besides the original. But any of <laughs> any of the well, just because that POV shot POV shots I think are fucking incredible if they're done right. And seeing the point of view of the mask through Michael's eyes as a child, I just thought was fucking incredible for that mm -hmm. timing. But I hands down could not agree more than any any other hop that that opening sequence is the best it's the that guy that they got to play dr loomis and literally all they had to do was a prosthetic wow. and some, yeah and a must that was crazy nailed it he sounded like him too Sa it just it was crazy so that was real even though i think that was dubbed i know that's been controversial some people say it's his voice some, some people say I think it was both. dubbed I think they honestly did he both. does have an accent the guy that actually played him so yeah it might have been a little bit of both but um here's my thing we need, when we knew that these movies were going to be released as three, we knew that there was go the set, the second movie in a trilogy nine times out of 10 is always the buffer. Yeah. Because it's pulling it's the always first the and the third together. It's always the buffer movie to what Halloween ends is going to be and ends is going to be fucking epic. Oh like, yeah. That movie is going to be insane it's gonna be fucking insane it's it's probably gonna be one of the best halloween again besides the original it's probably gonna be one of the best fucking halloween movies ever you know i mean it i have i have high hopes i'm i'm just such a fan you know mm -hmm. i i am if you guys listen long enough both of us are like but i feel I'm, like halloween is yeah. gonna be the conclusion we wanted we've wanted for 40 yeah years. because the first of all the the it this it's done. <laughs> we need to be we need to be done. Let's with this stop. Series. Let's let's stop with Halloween again. And I'm somebody that fucking loves this series, but I want this series to be done. I don't want it. This is forty years. I don't want any more. I don't want any more Halloween stop. movies. I don't want any more Halloween movies. I don't want um, none of us do. So yeah, I don't. Again, like I said, I and I I'm in agreement for why people didn't like it. Um, but, and I get it. I, I had a few issues with it here and there, but, uh, the parts of it that I did like were so fucking good. And that opening was so fucking good. And the acting was fucking, especially with just that dynamic between Lori and her daughter and her granddaughter. Like that is so, those actresses are so, that girl that plays the granddaughter, I think this is like her first big role in anything and she fucking just steals it i love her. you know she's insanely good insanely good as an actress and uh i just you know okay the kill scenes were over the top and we know you know that's the whole thing it's halloween but here's my thing that's the whole fucking thing with michael i don't understand why people are thinking this is something new that is something that dr loomis said from the very beginning he has the darkest eyes the devil's eyes Michael was always superhuman. There was Michael was the 
John Carpenter has said it in interviews. Michael was born pure evil. Michael is Michael Myers is the epitome of pure evil. And how who the fuck is gonna kill evil? You think a, a chainsaw, a bullet, a knife, hey, or whatever, hey. anything that's gonna kill evil? Hey, I know evil dies. Evil dies <laughs> I know, but I mean that's the whole that's the whole point that was established literally from the first movie that Doctor Loomis said. Uh, Michael is evil. Michael is evil. So evil some bitch. Yeah, you think after 40 fucking years with all of that that that's going to fucking you know. So it's going to that's why I believe Halloween ends is going to be epic because this is where it truly ends. And John Carpenter and the other writers, they will know what to do to come up with the way that this needs to end in the right way because these movies are fan driven, you know, the, the people big that are involved knew what was going into this was to ultimately make the, the like uber OG fans of this franchise happy. Um, and so far I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm very happy. So, uh, I think I gave, what, I don't even remember what I originally, but I, I'd probably say what, like a, probably say a seven, good seven and a half for kills yeah yeah i mean my number seven is halloween kills <laughs> so um and again there's not much i can i can say more than what you said um i feel like first of all the soundtrack i do not love and this is including the original there is no halloween soundtrack i love more than this one and I think it's just because of the epicness behind the original melody. Mm -hmm. It, I love the original melody. I love the original Halloween theme. Don't get me wrong, but this... It's John Carpenter's son. It's Cody. I know. And it's just fucking incredible. It's like that kid... That kid's talent on top of what's in his genes from his dad... You heard all of that in this soundtrack. And I that, love that. that like the is end scene how good where he gets that was up. my that's my favorite song. That whole sequence right there with that music. That's it, my I mean, favorite. Look at this. I have chills talking about it. That, that music is my favorite part of the whole movie. Oh my god. It's so good. And when he got up, I almost like cheered. Because it's like you don't want to root for Michael, but you're rooting for Michael. It's it's so I just can't wait to see what ends does. I cannot wait to see what happens. I like what a friend of mine said. He said, the first movie was for Lori. Yeah. The second movie was for Karen. Yeah. His mom's name. Karen. And then the last movie is going to be for, um, fuck. What's the granddaughter's name? I know. Good God. Remember um, That's terrible. But the third movie is going to be for the granddaughter. Uh, yeah, hands down. And my prediction is that Lori and her are... What is her... Okay, here, now I got it. Oh, did you find it? Yeah. I'm like, really, IMDB? We're going to take 80,000 years to load? Allison. Allison. Yeah. I think that Lori and Allison are going to go head-to-head -head with Michael. I think what's going to happen is I think Lori's going to die saving Allison's life. 
and Allison's going to have some kind of final say in something. I don't know if Michael's going to die, but something's going to happen to him. I don't know what. And But the only way I feel like that he would even be able to die is if Lori died. So, And I feel like Lori's death wouldn't be shocking in any way. And it wouldn't be in vain either, if no, done correctly. No, no, exactly. If it's done the right way, just like Nancy, would... when yep. Nancy, when Freddie killed Nancy, it was done in a way. And Dream Warriors was perfect. Oh my god, yes, it was perfect. <laughs> Nobody wanted Nancy to die, but it was done perfectly. Yes, yeah. So, so you could end if they kill Lori, which yeah. I kind of have a very strong feeling that's going to happen. I have a feeling they'll do it right. And I really think that the only Strode last standing is going to be Allison. I really do. I think Allison's going to kick some fucking ass. That's <laughs> what I think. And I'm excited to see it because I think it'll be, yeah, it'll be incredible. So epic. I can't wait. Especially if it's, you know, she's got it. She's fired up now. You killed her mom. And yeah. And that's so, why Lori's like, oh, you, she yeah. don't even know yet. Yeah. Like when she, when they, when they find out Lori's going to literally. Yeah. She's gonna be like, no, you took my baby. I'm saying it's gonna be like a fight to the death. Yeah, she's which is what everybody's. I mean, you know, I've lived. You live for you live for this shit if you're a if you've been a fan for that. If you're an OG fan for sure. This is like, I'm a Marvel fan, but this is what I feel like. Like this is Endgame for Marvel fans. Like we're so really is. Yeah. No, I feel the same way. Hundred percent. Um. So that was my number seven. So my number seven is a movie that I don't think a lot of people have heard of because I haven't really heard anybody talk about it. Um, it's on Hulu. It's called Gaia. Uh, came out last year. I remember um, you talking about this one, though. It is really fucked up. <laughs> but in a really good way. Um, I... I gave it a seven, seven and a half. Probably, well, no, no. I'll give it more. I'll give it closer to a seven and a half. Um, mainly for the uh, special effects because they were fucking insane. It was a lot of um, like body gore. Like, ooh, what's the word I'm looking for? Body horror? Yes. Um, so basically it's a park ranger is uh flying a drone over a um nature preserve in this forest and she comes across these two survivorless that are a son and father and um basically from there you discover that they worship gaia like their religion that they have is they they worship the earth and not even so much the earth they worship um this tree that has these uh fungi in it that is supposed to be like the oldest living being like oldest living anything this is that on one you earth. were telling me yeah about. I, I told you it's fucking yeah. crazy and like i Honest to God, guys, I literally can't even describe the movie to you. I, I can't even describe it. Like, it's just, it takes so many twists and turns, and you have no idea where it's going to go. 
And there's just some scenes that are so fucked up. And you have to... If anybody has seen Antichrist, the lar Like, it... Honest to God, I would have believed for a second... What is that guy's name? This director has the most fucked up movies ever. Um, Lars von Trier. If anybody has seen any Lars von Trier movies, especially Antichrist... This is like right up your alley. I, I I'd say it's like Cronenberg meets Lars von Trier. Like Antichrist is phenomenal. There's a lot of yeah, and there's just a lot. There's a lot in it when you think about how we treat the Earth, and it it just it, it's ew, it's just fucking crazy. <laughs> Do mushrooms and watch it. It'll be fun. Um, no, please, because I don't. We don't need any emails. Please, <laughs> we don't. Please need don't. Please any don't emails. do that. Please, please don't, don't do that. Um, disclaimer. Oh my god, no. Uh, I no. Um, <laughs> even if it's legal where you live, I really would not recommend it at all. No, uh, no, no, like, no, no, no. No, it. Um, it's just, it's just fucking wild. It, it's just a crazy movie. You have no idea where it's gonna go. And I then, just added it to my list. And then when it ends, it's like what the f you're literally left with a what the fuck did i just watch and honestly i want to go back and watch it again because i feel like there is a lot of symbolism in the movie and i feel like you're so hyper focused on trying to figure the story out that there maybe have been i think it's one of those movies that if you go back and watch it again it's got like little hidden things in it that maybe you didn't catch because it's so fucking crazy and you're so <laughs> You're so fixated on the special effects and what's going on and trying to figure out the story and like what the fuck is going to happen. It's just, it's wild. I, that's why it had to go on my list. I, um, you know, my husband and I looked in, he likes monster movies. He likes things with creatures. I looked up like creature movies. This popped up and it was not what we thought it was going to be at all, but I think it's worth watching because it is really fucking crazy. And it's definitely, I'm so, I'm, I'm glad I found that name. Cause if anybody is a Lars von Trier fan, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. And the only reason why I say Cronenberg is because of the, um, like the body horror in it. There's a lot of that. A lot of He's crazy. So yeah. Yeah. So for number six, I have three movies because they <laughs> yeah. are all part of, a whole, um, which is crazy because, like, I genuinely did not realize Fear Street actually did come out last year. <laughs> I'm just like, there for was... some reason I thought, I and I haven't seen any of them. I, I've been meaning to watch them. <laughs> Every time I go to sit down and watch them, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's late. It's and probably because there's now, three of them. On it. Yeah. So you, you almost feel... Like, you can't just watch one. Yeah. Like, you would want to, you'd be like, no, I gotta watch all three at the same right. time. Me and Danielle did not do that. We did watch them all separately. But honestly, 1666, holy shit. So these movies are so good because, first of all, <laughs> the main girl is black and she is a lesbian. Can we just, can we just, that's all I had to say. <laughs> um, Her sidekick is white. So I was already like into it. I was like, oh, look at this. Finally, we have a black female-led character and she's gay and her sidekick is white. Continue. Um, like, thanks for that. 
Like, thank you for what you're doing for the gay community and the black community. God bless you guys. Um, the movies are absolutely incredibly campy. Uh, Maya, Maya Hawk is in the first one for like five minutes, which yeah. was great. Um, Hilarious. So these movies are honestly amazing. It, it surrounds these kids. It's honestly like if Stranger Things met Evil Dead. Because of how gory it is. Um, but it has nothing to do with what Evil Dead is about. It, I'm just thinking about campy gore. <laughs> um, but these kids, they live on this air, in this area. And it's called, you know, you end up finding out that they live on Fear Street. Or this street where there was a witch. Her last name was Fear, I think. I can't remember the intimate details. Um, basically, there's a witch that has this curse. And they're trying to stop it all um that's basically what all three are about but what 1666 did was it took you back in time to when the witch lived and and it was just it was done so incredibly fucking well i i was absolutely dumbfounded and then when you actually find out what the movies are about it's so fucking incredible i did not see the twist coming by a long shot. I didn't see it. I didn't see it coming at all. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, considering what we went through in 2020, there's a mm. huge, I'm going to say it, the social commentary. The social commentary in this movie is very, very thick. And it is amazing. I loved it so much. It really, Fear, the Fear Street series did so much for the, sincerely for the black community and the LGBTQ community like they really took it up a notch and really stood up for things that needed to be stood up for and I'm like these are the kinds of movies we need in horror and in in life period that's one of the reasons why I loved the movies so much um and I loved the cast I loved that Sadie Sink was in them I loved um the the main girl I cannot remember her name she was amazing in all of them um, and I have to say, I'm very, very glad with how they did the sex scenes because, you know, sometimes when you watch a lesbian movie, that's all you get and there's no storyline and it's not, not done tastefully. You could tell that these were done by a woman because they were very tasteful. They were like, these are the kind of lesbian scenes we want. Passionate, but tasteful. So those movies did a lot. Kind of mad I didn't include it while I was writing my essay for uh hear a scream because i look back on it and i'm like god damn it th that movie did so much for the lgbtq community <laughs> but um i highly recommend all three of them for you guys especially because just getting up to 1666 i think another reason why i love that one so much is because i love period pieces especially when they're done horror that's why i love the witch so much um but yeah that movie was absolutely incredible all three of them were so i highly recommend that one and that was my that's my number six trilogy i plan on watching them like i said i don't know if it'll happen sometimes we watch stuff like all at one time and then yeah. the other times we'll break it up it just depends well it's kind of like you get these and i don't know if you're like me with new movies i do this where i need comfort movies and then i'll go through a period where literally all i want to watch is new shit well, like I said, I feel like this past year was definitely a comfort year, so it was more like 
comfort stuff that I wanted to watch throughout the year until it got closer to the end of the year. Right. And then there was like all this newer stuff that came out and I was like, oh, I've missed literally everything. I didn't even realize like A Quiet Place 2. I'm so fucking mad. I'm going to watch it, obviously. Same. But, um, so my number six is The Gin. Um, Again, another movie, right? I'm sorry. Again, another movie that, like, had no idea came out this year. Um, Husband Loves Monster Movies. Uh, I think there's a video game that he said that these he's played. There's a gin in it. I do not remember what game he said it was. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm not a gamer. I can't fucking remember what he said. Um, I feel like he's right, but, but I don't have to But he, um, we were not disappointed in this movie at all. Uh... So it's actually about a boy that's mute. I'll just read the description because this pretty much nails it. Um, a mute boy becomes trapped in his apartment with a sinister monster, which would be the djinn, after making a wish to fulfill his heart's greatest desire. So his mom dies. I am not going to say how because that is a crucial part of the movie. His mom dies. Him and his dad move into an apartment. And they don't really go into a lot of detail about it, but apparently the guy that owned the apartment died in the apartment and uh, left all this stuff behind. And one of them is a spell book. And that's where the kid finds this spell on how to conjure a djinn to grant you your greatest desires. Um, And they, uh, so that's where you basically pick up that the guy that died in the apartment before them had to have been some kind of, you know, a witch or something, um, because he had all this stuff and the book and all that. And, uh, the dad is it. So it's set in the eighties, which is cute, but the, the only thing that really, uh, lets you know that is little things like there's no cell phone. It's a cordless phone, the radio, uh, you know, plugging a phone into the jack. It was just, you know, it was little stuff like that. And so his dad is a is a radio DJ and works nights. So when his dad leaves him alone in the apartment by himself overnight is when he conjures this gin. So it's really crazy. The movie is so suspenseful because the entirety of the movie takes place in this really tiny cramped apartment. And this kid trying to constantly get away from this fucked up demon gin and then what's crazy is like you see it as the monster but then it takes on the form of other things so you don't know if it the kid doesn't know if it's human and it oh my god it's fuck and the kid has asthma and so he's like trying to it's oh my god like the movie so the, and there's a few there's a couple of things in the movie that are unanswered like you you never you never really and I might have to go back and watch it again like it might be one of those things again like where I might have missed something but um you never figure out why the kid is mute uh he can hear um because his dad you know he listens to music and again his dad's a radio dj he plays a song for him there's a lot of like great 80s 80s type music in the movie um so the kid can hear but there's a lot of sign language and one thing that I thought was really cool is, a, and again, this gives nothing away, but a part, they're, they're, the spell, he has to say it in a mirror, and he signs the spell 
into the mirror because I was like, if he's mute, how the fuck is That's he gonna cool. say oh it? Oh my god! He signs it, and I was like, whoa! Like it, it is, it is. It's on who? It's how did we watch? Oh, we had to pay for it on Prime. Sorry. It's worth it though. It was like four dollars. It's fucking worth it. I'm telling you guys, the movie was really, Sometimes really fucking good. There's a movie coming up. It was on my list. Really that I good. I am. And I, I do not regret paying no. for it at all. I am so glad we watched it. The fucking twist at the end was amazing. Because if you guys know about gins, they'll grant you your wish, but at a price. There's yep. <laughs> so just keep that in mind when you're watching the movie because I'm not going to give anything away but it's de- I shit I would watch it you again. shit no not <laughs> probably later she said, um, she said probably later uh, there's a there's a comma and another comma I um, shit comma um it's worth it I I would totally and again it's D J I N N that's how you spell Jen um it's worth it I I feel like it was, you know, it made it high enough on my list that it got to uh, six out of all, you know, the other movies I saw um, last year. So I, I thought it was definitely worth it. You know, it was real. I just, I love anything that's been shot in the way that it was. Like, it literally was this cramped, tiny two-bedroom apartment. And that was the entire hour and a half of the movie is this kid trying to get away from this fucking terrifying monster in this really and all the like you know it was kind of like home alone-ish because he had to think of like ways like traps and things to like get away you know and it just it it, it had you so I mean there's some movies like that that are I think movies that are done in that way are so fucking suspenseful because that was the main thing you're like how is this kid going to survive this night? And that was enough. He can't get out. I should say that because they'll tell you that because everybody's like, well, why didn't you just run out of the apartment? You can't. He you can't. can't. He can't get out. So, um, yeah, it's worth watching. I thought it was great. I thought it was really, really, really well done. I'll have to check that out for sure. All right, guys, we're getting into our top five. What the fuck? What the fuck? Number five may, is probably going to shock a lot of you for me because this is the third installment of my favorite horror movie ever made. Uh, the Conjuring 3 has hit my number five spot. Um, I just, I loved it. I, I really did, but it, it lacked something. Like, it just, the first two, it lacked James Wan as the director. I'm just going to be quite frank with that. The first two... He directed them. Yeah. I am telling you, that has so much to do with it. I know he produced the third one, and the third one was good. I really loved the third movie, but... I just want to go ahead and say, because it's my number four, it made it a little bit higher to me, just my soft spot for the movies, but uh, I could not agree with you more 100%. It lacked the fact that James Wan was involved. Not that it was terrible. No. I love the, I, I, I wanted to, that is, that Arnie Johnson story is fucking incredible. Yep. And I'm so glad that that was the one that they decided to do. But, uh. You can tell James Wan didn't direct it. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. And I hate that so much because yeah. the first two are genuinely my two favorite horror oh, movies ever made. Oh my God, they're so good. They're so good. And especially the first one it's oh my god like 
No, you're not going to get... And, you know, going back and watching the second one as many times as I've seen it, every time I watch the second one, there's more and more and more I appreciate about it. Like, there's more I like about the second one that I didn't... You know, like, I had problems with it at first, and now I'm like, no, man, I really like the second Conjuring a lot. Especially, like, when I went back and started figuring out all the little things in the background that are yep. spelling out Valak's name and I like did not figure that out the first few times I saw the movie and I'm like oh my god it's everywhere it's every Valak is Valak is all over Amazing. this entire fucking movie oh my god yeah the the third one and I've watched it again I've probably seen it I've seen it twice now three or four times maybe since um and it yeah I loved it. It was amazing. Yeah. The story was great. The acting was, of course, the acting was phenomenal. But I think they you're did right. such a great job with Ed and Lorraine again. Vera and Patrick look just like them. They act just like them. I loved that they gave Vera Lorraine's actual hairdo. Um, that when she was older, like getting older and stuff like that, like I loved that. But you can tell the movie's not directed by James yeah. Bond. And I think that's what did it, because... Yeah, and I'm sorry, the guy that directed is the same one that directed La Llorona, and I did not like that movie. I don't care what anybody says. That so, movie is not in the Conjuring universe. Nope. I do not care it was the same priest. We didn't include it when we talked about it's it. It's really hard it's for me to not... admit even Annabelle's in there, but I'm like, well, we have to. Yeah, because <laughs> but... the ending... Well, the, well, well, the beginning, the the, the first the Annabelle, connected I'm sorry, the creation, the, the, yeah, but, the beginning. You have to talk about Annabelle yeah. because of the beginning, yeah. But yeah, yeah I I did love the, the connection. Story. But... I loved the story. I really did. But there's a reason why it made it to number five. Yeah, and why it's my least favorite of the Conjuring trilogy. It's not my least favorite of the Conjuring movies. It's my least favorite of the Conjuring trilogy because Annabelle will always be the queen of that spot. <laughs> yeah it's just i i yeah i that, it's why i couldn't agree with you more i think a lot of it had to do with it not being james one directed that i because like i said it's my number four and as much as i love it as much as i love that series and love and lorraine you got i mean you know if you've listened long enough how much we love them but yeah i i, I agree um so my number five real quick is a uh movie that came out um Closer to the beginning of 2021, it's on Netflix. It's called The Devil Below. Um, yeah, I saw that on your list. I was like, what in the hell is that? I <laughs> loved this movie. Um, again, I <laughs> a lot of monster movies on mine, guys. And like I said, I've prefaced this many times. My husband loves monster movies. He loves any creature feature movies. Um, that's more of like his style of horror that he likes. Um some ghost stuff too he likes that he likes that genre too more the, some of the paranormal stuff too but he really likes more of the monster stuff and the devil below nailed it like the first of all has will Patton in it and i fucking love will Patton. oh my god for real i love will Patton. oh my god i will he's just <laughs> one of those that? actors oh he's just one of those fucking actors that I I mean he's been in like everything that I love the Mothman prophecies and uh, the fourth kind and That's, I forgot he was he's in the he's kind. in like everything that I love and he always plays like a cop or something I don't think he's a cop in this I love close it. enough but he always plays <laughs> something like that he's just so good and everything I see him in is so good and he's great in this and what 
what um essentially brought me to the movie is um these people are coming in to investigate this coal mine that was shut down after uh some deaths happened and um the place isn't even on a map um but you find out that the that there's still people like guarding this mine and the reason why there's these uh the reason why there's this group coming in that wants to find the mine and they uh they get this woman that's like a tracker they hire her to find where it is is that there's uh some type of precious metal that's there that they want to get well um when they arrive you know monster movie there's obviously a creature in in the fucking mine so what <laughs> um i love anything i mean and i and that goes back to uh Oh, what, what, The Descent. Anything, listen, as far as a cave movie with Amazing. a monster, that is the best fucking that one is it. that will be made that's ever been made. I, lo I loved The Devil Below. It was really fucking good. It made it five on my list, but um, yeah, The Descent will always be the best one. But this movie, what, what initially got it for me was, um, so I don't know if you guys have heard this story but um i remember when this came out and i think it was in the 90s was uh the story about that um like hole to hell that supposedly they borrowed a hole in russia that it was that where they put a microphone, microphone down, there down and, and they found these sound well that ended up being fake of course it yeah did. that was fake um, yeah, because hell isn't in the center of the earth. My grandma, though, my grandma was a deeply religious woman, and my grandma, like, full-on believed My church story. believed it, because I mean, they like, played it, and in church, they played the recording. I, I think that's probably where she heard And of course, at the time, I believed it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I <laughs> sort of did it for, I mean, but I was young, though. So, Same. I mean, I sort of, in my, like I said, my grandma really fucking believed it. So, I I was like, oh, they played of, it in church. It must I be I sort real. of believed it. Anyway, if people don't know, they played it, <laughs> and again, we take this with a grain of salt. It was first played in 1989 on Trinity Broadcast Network. So, there you go. And um, I forgot about Trinity Broadcast So And it's still, TBN is still around. It's still a thing. Um, what was that one couple's name? It was like Jan and... Or was it Janet? It was like Jan and something and she was like... I don't know because Jim... Now Jim, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker were... They started off on the 700 Club with Pat no, Robertson and then Jan they had and their own. And so it was... Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. You remember who I'm talking, about. I'm talking about. It was two. It was two. It was her in the sky. I remember who you're talking and about. She was like this and her hair was all... I remember who you were talking about, and yeah. I can't... She was who I always woke up to when I fell asleep instead of, Cause I'm your lady. Time life. <laughs> Person. Person. You Let me tell you how attacked I am with Tell those me fucking... how... Listen. <laughs> and he was going hard. You're all like one eye open. Tell me how I'm supposed like, You're like, oh, like... I fell asleep in the living room. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway so if people don't know the story um the now there is it's called the cola super deep borehole that was dug as a scientific drilling project in the soviet union that was attempting to drill to the earth's crust 
but it was abandoned. So that's supposedly where this story came from. Um, but again, it is it's bullshit. It didn't it didn't even happen. The tormented screams that they got were actually looped together from a uh, 1972 horror film called Baron of Blood. So I remember anyway, when I found that out, I was like, what the fuck? It's a bunch of bullshit. It's so, bullshit. But that was sort of the basis of The Devil Below. Because there's a guy in this that actually mentions, like, have you heard of the hole to hell? And, of course, there's these creatures in this hole and yada yada. Anyway, it's fucking great. It's on Netflix. I loved it. The creatures in it were nailed it. I have to watch it. Yeah. If I have, you, I if have you, the flicks. Creature features, if you nail the creature, then I'm all in. If you have a solid storyline and you nail that fucking creature, then you've then you got a solid creature movie. Like you, I think yeah. the two that really took top notch with those two was Underwater and A Quiet Place. Oh, um, hands down. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. God, a Quiet Place. They're, oh my God. It was like a Demi Gorgon mixed with, like, I, like, I don't even fucking know. The fuck is it? <laughs> Stupid country ass Again, shit. Again, we watch the mouth. fucking sequel. Same. I will watch it. <laughs> Speaking of creature features, yes. um, number four for me, and I'm so glad I got to see this before we did this podcast because I hadn't seen it until two days ago. Uh, Antlers. When I tell you I've been waiting for two years. It made my number three. To Same. watch this fucking film. Same. Wow. Same. Um, <laughs> I would same. also just like to say, holy shit. Yeah. I know Wendigo's to you were skinwalkers to me. And oh yeah, I was even like so impressed and so happy when I was watching it. I was going, the I was literally sitting with my friends and looking at them going, this is right. This is right. The lore is right. Mm -hmm. This is done correctly. The only thing I have ever seen Wendigo's in that did it right was Until Dawn, which is actually a video game. And, and we never, talked about we talked about this when we did our episode. We did. Was that's the only time that anybody's ever done a Wendigo? Really nailed a Wendigo. Um, they literally started talking about the lore, and I'm sitting there, and I looked over at Kai, and I was like. Are you hearing this? It's right. And I'm like, I'm so shook right now. Like, the way they look, the way they act, the fact that they're cannibals, the way that they had an indigenous man. I am so happy that there were Native Americans in this film who talked about the lore. Like, they did it right. They fucking did this. Now, whoever made this movie, please make a one about skinwalkers. Please make one about skinwalkers, but like for real, I am I am buying this film one hundred percent. I have to have it on my shelf because I have to have a movie about Wendigos that did it fucking right. So apparently, it's a short story. Um, it was based on a short story called "The Quiet Boy." Antlers is um, makes sense. The short story uh, was written by Nick. Um, and Tosca, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. He also was involved in writing the screenplay. Now he is responsible as the creator and showrunner for the horror anthology Channel Zero, which I watched the first two, not the last one. They were fucking incredible. 
Um, he also co-created and was the showrunner for The Act on Hulu, which I didn't oh. watch, but I know the whole yep, story. Um, yeah, this guy, I... Yeah, so he it, it, his background speaks for itself. This guy knows his shit. Um, that's why I'm interested in... It was published... Okay, so it was a short story called The Quiet Boy that was pub published in... Um, I think it's pronounced Guernica, G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A, a magazine of art and politics. He published it in 2019 as a short story, um, but adapted it into the screenplay with uh, two other writers. But yeah, I this I feel like it was it was worth the wait, but I wish we didn't have to wait so long. But obviously, it was it was of very COVID, worth the wait. Though. But um, wow, it was fucking incredible. It was so good. And so much of the movie was about trauma, really, at the end of the day. The entire I, movie was about trauma. And um, I, I think that if you've been through any type of trauma, it's the, it, it speaks to, it, I think it could speak to a lot of people. Yeah, it's a, it's a horror film and there's a, you know, fictional monster in it and everything like that. But there is a lot of trauma in this movie. And I think it could speak to anybody oh, that has sure. been through any type of abuse um, in their childhood, especially. So I walked uh, into this movie fully expecting the worst uh, before you told me about how you felt about it, because I was like, they're just going to do it's going to be another one of those stupid. I did, too. I went to go movies. I did bullshit. the same thing. And they were like, I no, we're not... actually going to make the lore, the real lore, and we're going to include trauma. And I'm like. Congratulations, you've done it. I was really not expecting it. Not to, be to this mention good. Carrie. We talked about this too. How great Carrie yes. Russell was, and not to mention that scene where it's taking its final form, and the guy's face is like coming off. I, it was oh you my guys god! Need to see it was this. just if nobody has seen this. Movie, holy I'm, fuck! It, again, <laughs> I. I did the exact same thing, walked into it really with no expectations. I really didn't. I really yeah. thought they were going to screw it up. I had that little bit of hope where I was like, please do it right. And uh, and then when I heard that them, when he was talking about the lore and he starts going into the lore, I was like, holy shit. Well, it's I love right. How I love how the white guy was like, I've never heard of this. And he's like, yeah, you, you wouldn't have. Like... The brother that, yeah. yeah, like, of course you wouldn't know. Um, Shout out to Henry Clearwater. <laughs> God, it was so good. It was fantastic. It really was. And I will be buying it on DVD because I have I have to have that in my collection. I think it's worth it to own it. For yep. sure. It's one of those movies where it's definitely worth, I, I believe it's worth to own it. So, yeah. Um, so that made my number three. So, uh, I guess we'll get into my top two. Um, well, wait, that made your number three. I mean, so I, I should, I should say my your number, number three. three. Yeah. Say your number three before we get into our top two. Um, my number three is last night in Soho. And I know you haven't seen that one yet, but yeah. holy fucking shit. <laughs> oh my God. I, so I saw a major spoiler. Somebody posted. So oh I no. What did you see? Much. No. What did you see? I know what it's about. I, I know what okay, the movie is about. You see? I don't know what the, I don't know how it ends. I just okay. but I do know what it's about. 
Well, you know it's about the whole... They kind of gave that away in the trailer where there's this ghost and yeah. she's kind of figuring out what happened to her. Yeah. So you know about that. Yeah. Do yeah. you know what actually happened? How she was killed? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Because I know who did it and she finds him older because he's still alive you didn't see the big spoiler. There. So I know okay, that I'm, I know that part. Considering what you're saying, you didn't see the big spoiler. Thank God. Okay, so you go into the I'm just gonna tell you right now, you go into this movie expecting one thing. No. Completely no. Honestly, I'm not going into so, expecting anything. I no, I mean like expecting fuck. that. What you just said. Oh. That's what you're expecting. There's a massive twist at the end that was like me and Danielle were like, oh, we have this figured out. And then the ending hits and we're like, oh, we don't have this figured out. What I didn't. the fuck? <laughs> I didn't, honestly. I feel like it confused me even more. It was absolutely fucking incredible. And not to mention, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is becoming an obsession, to be honest. I love everything she does. She's amazing. But... You go into this movie because you go see the trailers and you're like, oh, okay, well, this girl's staying in this room and she's getting glimpses of this girl who was killed. Almost like a, uh, what's that movie? Oh my God, what's that movie where the ghost helps the woman figure out who killed her? Well, Lies Beneath. Yeah, sorry. I was like, what is the name of that fucking movie? Um, fully expected in what Lies Beneath type film where it's like oh, okay well the ghost is helping her figure out who killed her um and everything and then there was a part that happened and me and danielle were like hold on a second we figured out part of the massive twist but then there was another twist that came along with the other twist and it was like the whole ending just fucked me up period it was amazing even Danielle was like, I didn't see that coming, and I loved it. I loved that twist. So, I paid $20. <laughs> Damn. Worth it. It was so, and I'm sitting there like, Danielle's like, do you want to, do you want me to pay you half since I watched it with you? And I'm like, no, ma'am. I'm like, I'm so impressed with that film. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to buy it anyway. So, uh, yeah, if you guys haven't seen Last Night Soho, you can rent it on Prime. I think you can rent it on Vudu. I rented it on Vudu. But it's $20 to rent. It's worth it, especially if you get two people to watch it. Um, it's 100% worth it. One of the best films of 2021, hands down. And I've seen so many people say that was their favorite horror movie of 2021. And I was like, the twist, I could see why, but our top two is our top two for a reason. So it just, it couldn't beat the top two for me. It just really couldn't. Well, I'm glad to know there's a twist because... There wasn't so much a spoiler, but, like, I think, I'm just glad to know there's a twist. Because I yes. think that from, because I saw a lot of, like, extended trailers and, like, different mm -hmm. characters. And I just thought, oh, okay, well, if this is what it ends up being, then, I don't, you know, I could probably wait till it's free or something. <laughs> like, you could still wait till it's free. I mean, I would. It's worth the money, but it's, like. You really I'm just happy to know that there's a twist. Yes. Because if it was going to go the way I thought it was going to go, to be honest, like, at first I didn't even really know if I wanted to see it. 
but yeah i'm glad to know that there is a big because that makes a difference because there's a lot of movies that 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 actually is what makes the movie so fucking good right how big the twist is and then when when you find out the twist you can remember the little details that actually kind of hint to it as you're when you go back in your mind and you're rewatching it you're like oh that's why i feel like there's a (laughs) lot of movies that you almost should go back and watch like that movie Gaia, like I was saying, I really mm-hmm. think that I really think that's a movie I should go back and watch because again, it's so fucked up that you're just <laughs> like, what what is going on? But I think that there's hints to it before because there was even a part in it I didn't catch, and my husband had to explain it to me because I was like, what the fuck? And he's like that, and I was like, oh, because even I didn't catch that, and I was really confused. So yeah, it's um now that I know that. That actually makes me want to see it even more. You fully because if, if I think I have it figured out, I I don't I usually don't like that. Well, that's what I loved about it too because like going into it, like I said, the trailers are telling you, hey, this girl's a ghost, and hey, this girl's feeling her, and you're basically figuring out her murder. I was still interested. I was like, oh, okay, this sounds great. It gets to a certain part, and me and Danielle are like, I think I might have this figured out. We did figure out part of it, but not all of it. I right. would not have figured out the other part. I was like, what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I love that. I'm just going to sit here and say, girl power. That's all I'm going to say. Woo. That was a good one. Oh my God. And then Kai texted me and she was like, that was my favorite movie of 2021. And I was like, oh my God, it was so. Oh. Is it like, is it almost, is it like the others level twist? Like didn't see it coming from a mile away. The others I didn't see coming from a mile away. That movie. It's hard to say because we figured out part of it. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't figure out anything of the others <laughs> at all. Oh no, that movie um, and the spoiler alert movie's fucking old as hell. That movie, <laughs> I I straight up, I was like, they're dead. I know, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> This whole fucking time. I will listen. I will tell you. I will tell you. My Lanta. Yeah. I will tell you. It's kind of like that. Okay. It's kind of like that. Not exactly like that, but it's kind of like who you thought was dead isn't who's actually dead. Because that's what the others did. Because the whole fucking time you thought it was the people working there, and they come to find out it's her and the kids been dead the whole goddamn time, and you're like, what the fuck is going? See, I love that shit. That's why, hands down to me, the others... You might oh, want to pay for it. Oh, my them. God. Okay, well, then, yeah. <laughs> I would have paid. I'd have paid to see the others. Because I'm, I'm literally sitting that. here like, well, you might want to pay for You're it. You're like, you might want to... <laughs> you might want to... You might want to just go ahead and... You might want to just watch it. Because that... Is, now, that is something me and my husband will watch. He... Because... Rick would like He it. is king of figuring out twists. I would be I'm curious... I'm so fucking bad at that i'm i'm terrible there are some movies where it's like oh you didn't fight no i didn't (laughs) i'm just not that clever sometimes okay i'm sorry i really feel like you could figure out part of it but there the other part i'm like like they're explaining it and i'm going i'm sorry what okay because there's a there's an author i've been we i've been reading there's an author (laughs) i've been reading that is like the king of that. He gets you through the whole fucking book and literally the last three chapters, you're like, huh? <laughs> what the? F- 
I just read 300 pages and you just did what to who and what and she was the killer and what happened? Like, she, I'm telling, especially this last book I just read that he did, I was like, this bitch was the killer the whole fucking time? Excuse, like, I'm not going to sit here and say... But see, I love it's, that. It's the I best fucking movie of love 2021, that, but I am telling you that twist is what did it. It's, well, see, it's probably, the, then Then you can say it's the best twist of 2021. Yeah. There are some, yeah. Well, it's because movie. we figured out Malignant's twist, but, well, but I mean, this twist I love so much because I saw But it took it. all three of us piecing it together. That was, that was what happened with Malignant. I felt so it good took, about that, though. It took three, three heads coming together and Me going, being like, we all figured it out. Is she killing this person? he killing that person in like a mirror looking image and you went what and i was like look we're like wait it's backwards it's backwards and we're like what wait what and then i but see none of you guys knew that mandrake story and right. i and did. then your husband was and like, then it was like oh shit <laughs> like it was so great it was such a great group oh effort my God, but no seriously perfect. rick would really like it too okay all right and like i said at the end you're just okay. sitting there, you feel so fucking he, he probably won't but you feel so fucking you're, you're a woman I am telling right. you watch this movie you have, 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 have a vagina <laughs> if you have a vagina and you're female <laughs> trans female I don't fucking care Whatever. if you're a female you're gonna watch this movie and come out of it going god damn it like thank you Ugh. thank you Anya Taylor-Joy is my mm, I'm, she is slowly becoming my obsession. I love her so I've much. been obsessed with her since The Witch. So I think we all have. There's not much that she can't do. In I think we all have, honestly. But I, I love the girl from Jojo Rabbit. She was really cool in it, too. Um, and it's really funny because Finnick O'Dare, Sam Claflin is in it. <laughs> Me and Danielle went, is that? And we just kept going, oh my god, um, what's his name? I what's his name? And I went, oh, there he is. I knew exactly who the fuck you were talking about. She said I knew you were going to say oh, Odarius. Oh my god. Finnick Odarius. As soon as you asked now I can't. I just I see his face now. I can't stop. Odarius. Oh my god. Anyway. So moving on to our number two. It is malignant. And yes. I know that we're in agreement to that. Oh yeah. Because our top two is the same. Yes. So, yeah. uh, malignant was wow. I felt like I was watching the matrix mixed with a Cronenberg film. Yeah. <laughs> and anybody with... that didn't like this movie, then <laughs> bye. You just, yeah. Are you new here? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm fucking... <laughs> she doesn't go here. I've been loving that new TikTok trend. Are you new here? <laughs> yeah. Like, walk away. I'm sorry. That's My favorite is the one where they're going, hello. Hi. And a lot of them are kinks. I swear to God, I've been crying at those. They're so funny anyway. But it was all three of us as a group that figured out the twist before it happened because I was the first one to say, hey, when he's killing somebody, does it look backwards to you? Like, I was like, something's weird about that. And then you you said about the, the whole twin thing and then um and again nobody knows if this is a real story or not go back right. and we did a whole episode about whole it episode. uh but yeah that oh my god the best i was not scene expecting was in the jail 
my girl Zoe Bell. I was so fucking happy. I'm sorry. I met her too. Anytime people just randomly pop up in a movie that I met, I'm like, I met them. I met her. Oh my God. (laughs) I do it too. Oh my God. I do it so much. That fucking, I was just so happy to see her and that scene was so fucking amazing. I knew as soon as she started like, freaking out a little bit i was, I was like, like oh <laughs> all these people are about to die all of them fucking all of them that was so was it like, was just so like gory too and big. it was so good like that was directed by james Wan. <laughs> and uh can i just say for the record <laughs> big shout out to all of the fucking uh because was it was that jessica chastain that was in this no. Who was that that played her? She's in Peaky Blinders oh, the, and Annabelle. It's the chick her, that isn't was her in name Annabelle. Annabelle. Her name is Annabelle. Yeah, I was like, isn't her name Annabelle something? Isn't that fucking crazy? Because my roommate was Annabelle. watching Peaky Blinders the other day, and I was like, isn't that Annabelle? What's her face from Annabelle? And Malignant? Annabelle Wallace. Yeah. Annabelle Wallace. It fucks me up because she's got black hair. She looks like a completely in the movie. different person from She doesn't look... Black. She kind of like, looks I, like... I thought... Because... Uh, when uh in mama remember when jessica chastain has the dark wig on yep that's why they they look alike with it's dark the eyes hair. it's the eyes yeah. and the face shape it's that contour very high cheekbone looking that's face, exactly face what it is yeah but she looks so different with dark hair she does she looks so different she fucking nailed it oh though. my god she was amazing she was absolutely and, incredible. Uh, <clears throat> again it was cool to see her in James Wan work together again. but uh, Also, I loved that the girl from The Conjuring 2, Janet, was in it for a hot second. What? She played her younger self. I was like, it's Janet. It just, it was great. The movie was so good. And again, I just, I, the fact that there were people who didn't fucking like it, well, you know. You, you didn't, know, here's why you didn't like it. I'm going to bring a real truth to you right now, so hold on to Well, we talked, we did talk about this. You didn't like it because you expected Insidious. Yeah. You didn't like it because you expected The Conjuring. This movie was lights out makes Cronenberg. Yeah. And James Don James a lot of people said James Wan this is not anything like a James Wan movie and I'm like I think you're forgetting about Lights Out. Because there was a lot of this film that reminded me of Lights, lights Out. Scared shit. I mean, I don't um <laughs> the music reminded me a lot of Insidious, but definitely the movie itself was very lights out mixed with Cronenberg because of the body gore and the body And it gore. just was so <clears throat> fucking crazy <laughs> oh my it was amazing God. it like, was so you could really tell this was directed by james wan when james wan directs a horror film it's yeah that's okay okay i'm i'm mm, what mm. <laughs> i don't know about that uh somebody did a like seven if you if you like um uh malignant here's seven other movies to watch and some of them on this list i'm i'm agreeing with a couple of them i'm like eh, nah i don't see how that one mm. kind of like how a classic um, horror story is like midsummer yeah, yeah 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 it's like eh, no no I see where that connection is coming sorry <laughs> um no and then our number one of course because it had to be because dare i say that this movie was almost better than the original to be completely honest with you and i mean and that is a hard 
<laughs> Woo! That is so hard to say that. There is not a lot of movies that I would genuinely put in the perfect mm-hmm. category. Mm-hmm. Usually when someone asks me what my favorite movie is, per- what a perfect, in my opinion, what a perfect movie is, I usually say Shawshank Redemption. Um, honestly, this is from my heart and soul. This is a perfect movie. Perfect. It's perfect. There is no flaws. There is nothing they could have done better. No. There's nothing they could have done bad. Absolutely not. The storyline was perfect. The acting, the direction, the cast, just, I have chills just sitting here thinking about it. And I really need to buy it. (laughs) Thanks. I need to, yeah, I need to buy, and also, um, okay, that's how you pronounce it, because I do not want to screw that up, because he is just... Oh, his name? Yahia. Yahia. That man, Candyman is the movie, I'm if you guys haven't right figured now, it out by now. This man is, 2021 was his year, and he fucking He's also kind of gorgeous. deserved it. Um, he is, and he was really hot in the Matrix. He's a gorgeous man. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, and he fucking so this now this was this movie was one that I did figure out the ending because I watched the original the day before I saw I saw this and if you watch the original that close to you're gonna be like oh oh no the fuck they oh yeah the fuck they did. Oh my god. Not to god. mention that reuniting scene was that was amazing. Because that's when you knew. Yeah. You were like And they had the same actress. Just come on. Um like, and she's still gorgeous. She is. Like, can we talk about how she, she really is? How gorgeous that woman is. I remember my roommate saying something and I was like, Man, it's true what they say, black don't crack. Nope. I'm telling you, they are the they... Wow. Oh, ma'am. Like, oh, you're a grandmother? <laughs> Bitch, you look my age. What the fuck? <laughs> You're like, uh, oh, she's, no, she's like eight, seven. What? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> she bladed in the blood. I was going to say 35. She bathed what? in the blood of virgins. Um, like, what the fuck, ma'am? Yeah, this, I, this movie was perfect. It was perfect. I it have... was so fucking, I mean, and I mean everything from the acting. Can we just talk about the gay uh, brother, too? Can we shout I out? I actually really loved to him. The, can we shout out to the gay brother that was like, shout not, out to the gay brother. That was like not having it at all. Nope. He was like, nope, we're not doing it. Mm-mm, <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Um, it was, it spoke to artists and how they get screwed over. It spoke to black artist it spoke to gentrification it spoke uh and again like what casper mentioned with fear street the social commentary was all over it it was all over it so if it makes you uncomfortable well god damn it be uncomfortable because the shit is uncomfortable and it yeah because the way they ended it god damn i whoo shit I had never been so, I had like, okay, and everybody will get this, especially if you're black, the ending of Get Out when you saw the cop lights, like, that was, that was the end of Candyman. 
when I saw those cop lights, I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. And then it fucking, oh my God, this movie. I can't, like, I can't, I, there, and literally nothing, the very, 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 there's ending. nothing, there's nothing. The very, very ending when he said, tell them. And it was Tony Todd. And we got Tony. Woo! And we got Tony. Oh, I, I yelped. I was like, huh? <laughs> because, you know, I, oh, I don't know. I heard a few people say, well, I wish he would have been it. Why? Why the fuck did he need to be in it more? If that wasn't not, the purpose. Did you not pay anybody that said he needed to be in it more? Didn't pay squat attention to any of the fucking movie. It, it that had wasn't nothing, the purpose. It didn't have anything to do <clears throat> no. with him. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. It was... You didn't get the point. No. It was the point You didn't get of, the point. From him... And everything else that has transpired to black men and black people in Cabrini Green, in that project, in that neighborhood, that's who Candyman is. It's a representation. It, and it's not the a movie fucking nailed that. So any, yeah, that kind of, you know, and of course there's a lot of white people that didn't fucking get it. They were like, why wouldn't he in it? Well, then you didn't get hey, it. Hey, why wasn't Any he in it? Of the why wasn't he in it? He's a representation of what? <laughs> Tell me you're white without that, telling me. <laughs> that right there. That. Mm -hmm. You that. nailed it. Nailed it. Got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, yeah, the movie was perfect. It was perfect. And again, like I said, one of those where, dare I say, it might be better than the original. I'm telling you, personally, because a lot of I times, like it better than the original. Ugh, God, because I love I the do. original. But you so couldn't much have this without the original. No, especially without, and I don't, because I'm sure there's people that still haven't seen it because the ending, it'll, God damn, it'll just give too much away. It, you know, it'll ruin the whole fucking movie. You really you know do need to see the is, first one to you appreciate have to. this one you as have much to. as you do. It's kind of, it's kind of like. This is a terrible representation, actually, but it's kind of like Annabelle and Annabelle creation. Annabelle is not a piece of shit, even though actually it kind of is, but you have to see it to understand the impact yes. that creation has. You really yes. have to see the first one, and the first, honestly, Candyman is an amazing, amazing, amazing film. That's why I'm like, this is a terrible representation of Annabelle, because Annabelle Because not. that movie has a lot but of social commentary, and it's- It the same, does. It's, it's in, very much in the same vein. It does. Vein. Yeah. But I just, God. <laughs> like, oh my God. So fucking good. This is so good. If anybody is watching, like, Scream 5, Halloween, how, I'm like, Candyman- not that, I don't know, I haven't seen Scream yet, because that comes out next week, and Halloween 2018 was fucking brilliant, but I'm like, Candyman is how, that's how you do it. That right there. That was, that was the intro, that was the movie that, I loved Halloween 2018, I'm sure I'll love Scream 5, but holy fucking shit. Like, that was, there is no way I would have liked it better. No way. It was absolute perfection. Yeah, they would, uh, I'm telling you, and as far as any reboots, something's really gonna happen. You're, you're gonna really have to, 
I don't know. I don't know if there's any reboot that's going to live up to it's this. It's almost like you can't I, I mean, even do a reboot, though, because it's technically a sequel. It is te- It is technically, technically a direct sequel. They're they're calling it a re... You know, because a lot of those, it can't... It can be... Because there were... I think they made, like, two or... I think there were, like, four of them after the first candy. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Trash. So, they, yeah, they were not This good. one was... It's technically a direct sequel, reboot, whatever. Uh, yeah, there's just too much that would have to live up to this, and I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it can happen, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, that that is definitely our both of our number ones. It's been our number yes. one since we watched. Oh it. yeah, I didn't really because honestly, every movie I watched after that, I compared it to it. I'm like, did I like that as much as I liked Handyman? I don't think there was going to be any there. <sighs> It, I just didn't think there was going to be anything else that was going to stand up to that. It didn't. Yeah. So that's our top nine. I hope you guys got some ideas if you haven't seen any of those yes, yet. Yes, of course. Of course. Of course. So 2022 movies coming out. Um, We'll go over a few briefly. Um, Obviously, we mentioned some already. Uh, Halloween ends. Uh, the Scream new Scream five. movie. Scream 5. We're definitely looking forward to that. Um, I'm super excited about Nope. I am so excited about Nope because I have absolutely no fucking clue what it's Jordan about. Peel and I'm fine. And Stephen Yin is in it and Kiki Palmer and it's Jordan Peel. So bring Adriel it on. Kaluuya. Kaluuya, I believe that's how you pronounce it, is back. Um, so yeah, again, I don't. I'm. It, there are just certain people. Yep. That when you find out they're involved. Yep. You don't even need to know what it's about. You're just like, okay, I'm good. Yep, I'll see it. Sounds great. Sounds great. Sounds great. And that is exactly the way I am with this movie. I I think just like anybody else is a Jordan Peele fan. We've just been waiting for what his next movie was going to be. We didn't care what the fuck it was about. We didn't even need to know. We just want to know when it's coming out. So we're True. trying. We're getting that. Um. So I'm very excited about that one. Um, I'm excited about this movie. Don't worry, darling. Yes, because Florence Pugh. Yes, as if you need another reason. <laughs> um, don't really care about another Leatherface movie, but I'm gonna fucking. See I want to see. I'm actually excited about this one because from actual Texas Chainsaw fans, they are excited, and that tells me something. I'm a Texas Chainsaw fan, but we didn't need another movie. But am I going to watch it? I'm going to fucking watch it. Because that's the way I am. I still need to see Next of Ken. I just want to pay for it. it. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm excited about Esther. Um, I wasn't until I I saw some behind the scenes stuff. Yes, because I was like, why? Um, They made her look the same age and I'm fucked up. (laughs) Because what is it? She's like 10 years older now? She's like 25? I don't know how they're pulling that off. Um... So apparently, and I don't even know about, I don't know if people, if you guys have been hearing that apparently the new Batman movie is supposed to be like a horror. It's a, it's supposed to like lean. I'm like, I don't know how anybody, I'm, I guess you could turn Batman into a horror movie. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that I'm goes. excited to see the Doctor Strange, um, the, what they're doing with the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness, because that one's a bit of a horror movie too. Um, a little spoopy. The new Hellraiser. Fully interested because it's a woman. Fully interested because of who it is too. 
Holy oh, shit, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> not not to be like that person. I'm just, but also, yeah, I'm I was person. like, she yo, okay, we're, <laughs> this is what we're doing. I'm I'm down. I'm told I'm down with that. So yeah, I'll I'll see it. Terrifier um, two is coming out next year. God damn, I loved the first one so much. So did I. You know he's gonna be at Horror Hound. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also one coming out. After I read this description, I was like, oh, immediately, immediately. It's called You Won't Be Alone. Listen to this. In 19th century Macedonia, a young girl is kidnapped and then transformed into a witch by an ancient spirit. Curious about life as a human, the witch accidentally kills a peasant in the nearby village, <clears throat> then takes her shape to live life in her skin. Curiosity ignited. She continues to wield this horrific power to understand what it means to Bro, be human. That sounds dope as hell. So I'm down. Um, sounds great. We're getting the sequel to Hocus Pocus finally. Thank God. Um, I mean, not really horror, but you know. I mean, it kind of it, it's it's children. it's Halloween. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. It's a kids horror. They are making a third Wolf Creek. Holy shit, guys! Oh my god. Um, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. But the first two were beyond fucked up. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Uh, apparently, they're remaking Salem's Lot, which I had heard about this because James Wan is involved. I just didn't realize it was coming out this year. As long as James Wan's so involved, then okay. I'm down because I'm cool with the Salem's Lot remake. Um that that is a movie. It's, I'm, I'm totally especially fine. Especially if they can make it short. Yeah, and I'm fine. Please make it short. Oh my god, the first one's so long. Um, yeah, so I'm fine. I'm totally fine with that. Holy shit, Orphan comes out this month. Jesus, what? comes out January twenty eighth. Oh my god! Oh, it's not called Esther. I apologize. It's called Orphan First Kill. Interesting. Um, the Black Phone. I've been seeing so many people excited about that. I thought that I... came out last year. No, it comes out in June. Oh, that's right! Mm. Oh my fucking god, I want to see that so yeah. bad. I saw that trailer and I was like, uh, what? And I don't think I've ever seen Ethan Hawke play a villain, so this is gonna That would be really, really that would be interesting. It's gonna really fuck me up because I had a crush on him for a really long time and I... <laughs> I love him. Really I really love him. Like, <laughs> even Hawk's going to play a villain. This is going to be really difficult for me. But um, I'm sure he'll nail it. I'm sure he will. He's he's so good. I'll, yeah. I mean, hey, fucking Sinister. Movie scared the piss out of me. And he was in. He was, so was good, amazing. Though. These posters for Halloween Ends are Wow. Have you seen these posters? I know, they're a little crazy. Oh my god, that's... Evil will fall, will it? Will it, though? <clears throat> they're a little crazy. Will it? Um, Untitled Pet Cemetery Project. Stop it! Let's not do that. Stop it. Wait. Let's, let's not do that. Firestarter? Oh, I did hear they're remaking that. Zach Efron is in it? Where they're remaking because the movie, it's a Stephen King book, and the original movie, Drew Barrymore was a little kid. Oh. I do remember. Yeah, about so they're that. re they're remaking. I that. have heard about Did this. Did not movie. know it was gonna come out this year. My best friend's exorcism. And I've Hilarious. heard I've heard good things. I I kinda wanna hear or hear that. I wanna hear that. What? I wanna see that. 
I'm just kind of going through some of these quickly. <clears throat> the new Jurassic Park. Now, is that the one with uh, Dr. Yeah. Grant and everybody? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, okay, it is. Thank you. Yeah, Finally. Um, thank you. Uh, very happy about that. This movie called Swallowed follows two best friends on their final night together with nightmare of drugs, bugs, and horrific intimacy. The fuck? Jenna Malone <laughs> is in it. I don't understand what it means by horrific intimacy, but if that's talking about rape, then I'm gonna be a big no. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Mm-mm. <clears throat> no, thank nope. you. Um... Oh, shit. I'm always down for crazy space movies. Uh, Moonfall? That's one that's supposed to be coming out with uh, Holly Berry in it. Um, I don't know why Avatar 2 is on there, except I... I'm sorry. I did not like the first Avatar. I'll get whatever hate wants to come with that. It is not, not horror, good. But it's <clears throat> just not a good movie. Oh. Um, I mean, I'm really into that. Oh, here's another one with the deadly shark. Look at this poster. Okay. That's a dopest okay. poster. I'm down with Abazuzu or however the fuck you Abazu. A family struggling with loss finds themselves at the mercy of an ancient demon trying to destroy them from the inside. Don't. Oh, God. Don't say it three times. Um, oh, no. If it's a demon. <laughs> no, thank <laughs> don't you. Don't say it three times. Uh, I might possibly, because uh, I know I've been hearing about this too, I might possibly watch the <clears throat> new jeepers creepers um i it have is yeah. completely it is a completely different director and writer behind it yep. and um they're taking on a completely different director <coughs> so i am uh very curious to see how that goes um if most of you don't know a big part of the reason why we do not talk about and will not do episodes about the jeeper creepers franchise if anybody else, you know, we know other horror podcasts out there have talked about that. Great. More power to them. Um, we refuse to because in case anybody doesn't know or you've been living under a rock because it's pretty much been all over TikTok and, you know, you can Google it and find it. And it's um, the original director and writer of the original Jeepers Creepers movies is a pedophile. He is a pedophile. Not he, really into He that. went to jail. He went to prison. The first movie he ever made, he raped a young boy that was the star of the movie. Um, he is a pedophile, convicted pedophile. And, uh, you know, it's been pointed out a lot how in the original Jeepers Creepers movies, it's a little creepy that this monster is only going after young boys. So, uh, yeah. We will not do podcast episodes about certain things, and Jeepers Creepers, that franchise, is one of them. Um, I hate it. I hate that I found that out, because I really liked those movies. Um, I really liked the first one, because I thought Justin Long was great. I, I really liked the first one. and uh, But, um, yeah, knowing what I know now, and I want nothing to do with those movies. And, yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry. That's one of those things where I'm not separating the artist from their work, not when you <clears throat> rape children. Yeah, nope. We got to draw a line. So that's there's my line. line. Yep. Um, but I have also heard other horror fans on TikTok say that, as well as myself, that they are willing to give the new one a shot because um, it is a completely different uh, 
it is a completely different writer and director involved. Completely different, totally different storyline. Taking this is one I'm genuinely direction. like. Have you seen the trailer? I have. Or I, I really I'm actually like the trailer. I'm very interested. I was like, okay, I I can do this. I'm I'm glad that it was taken away from pedo creep, um, because you know you can you can take that story and. Uh, you could it's it's got a solid foundation of a story that if it's done right as a horror fan I can appreciate it. So uh yeah, I I will say for me I'm looking forward to the new Jeepers Creepers movie. I really am. I I will give it a shot for sure. Oh 100%. Um and it looks good. Like, it looks honestly, good. Yeah. And actually, I mean, I like genuinely looks good. I still need to watch the new Wrong Turn. And I think that actually came out last year. Yeah, it because did. my friend did say she's like fuck the old movies because I she heard didn't like the them same. I and she's like it's thing. completely different and it's good. Yep. And I was like, oh okay. I heard the same thing because I did not like the no, no the all of them were terrible. Nope. Uh, yeah, they were pretty bad. So, um, so yeah, yeah. So we hope you guys <clears throat> liked our list from last year. You know, obviously, like we said, the year was kind of crazy. So, uh, we reverted back to our comforts, but what new ones we did get, get to see, obviously there were different ones on our list. Um, we really enjoyed. So hopefully some of those you guys enjoyed or get a chance to watch. Um, and, uh, I hope you guys are looking forward to stuff that's coming this year too. We are, um, I'm really happy to see there's, there's a few of these on definitely scream. I'm happy to see a scream out of any of the ones on these lists. I have to see in theaters. Uh, uh, Halloween ends. I have to see and Halloween ends too. and Halloween ends. Yeah, um, that'd be a good way to start the year off right and end the year off right with those two. I saw uh, a picture the other day of Michael Myers and it said "See you in October," and I was like, "Oh, yes, you will." <laughs> yes, you will. Sir. So those two, I will definitely be seeing in theaters for sure. Everything else, I mean, fucking um, stream comes out next weekend. More what than likely, fuck? I'll just stream, and I'm fine with streaming. Uh, well, I'm kind of glad it's slowing down a little bit on the horror movies this year, just a little bit, because it's giving me a moment to catch up last year's, because honestly, I've, I'm still behind on last year's, so I'm like trying to... Oh, I'm behind, because now, now I really want to see Last Night in Soho. I cannot believe I haven't seen A Quiet Place 2. Yeah, I still haven't seen A Quiet Place 2. I am so mad at myself for that. Um, Terrible. <laughs> And uh, and the night house, say, the night house is yeah, a big one I want to see. What was the other? What was the other one you just said though? Uh, Fair Street? No, Wolf. Uh, shit. Wrong turn. Oh, sorry. Wrong turn. Wrong turn. <clears throat> yeah, wrong turn. You said I, Wolf, and I was like Wolf Hollow, I was <laughs> Wolf Creek, and I was like, no. <laughs> um. Yeah, I want to see that. Mm -hmm. I want to see that too. So yeah, this was a good episode. This was good. Yes. I'm excited. Um. Also, uh. I know it was a series, but the Chucky series was fucking great last year. So fucking Best good. One. Best horror Best series. series. Just period. Just anyway. Because I didn't watch Squid Game. <laughs> so. I mean, I, I saw will... enough of Squid Game, but it was just like watching a really more fucked up version of The Hunger Games to me. So. You know, and I mean, I will probably at some point. But I hate that. See, what I hate about stuff like that is when it becomes like a cultural phenomenon and you don't watch it when everybody else is watching it. So everybody has literally spoiled. I mean, literally everybody dressed like the fucking things for Halloween. They have yeah. spoiled. <laughs> they have spoiled the fuck out of the goddamn thing that now I'm just like, 
I already know what the fuck it's about. Oh, okay. Social commentary, rich, poor, yada, yada. Got it. Okay, great. Got it. Got You mean like <laughs> capitalism? You know, basically what we're living in right now. <laughs> um, Speaking of social commentary, go watch Don't Look Up. That's all. You're oh, welcome. That, I'm, that's on my list immediately. Like that's going to be now that I've, now that I got the matrix out of the way, I'm sorry guys, I have a tickle in my fucking We book. both do. <coughs> it's on Netflix though. Excuse so me. You're solid. Yeah, I will definitely be watching Don't Look Up. Um, it's so funny because Kai, we needed Kai this texted movie. me the other night. She goes, fuck, I'm depressed. But God damn it, that was good. And I was like, it's funny where it needs to be. It's real when it needs to be. It hits so fucking hard. And I'm telling you guys... I'm too much of a conspiracy theorist for anything to make me sad anymore at this point. Um, I just... <laughs> and I love the fact that, like, everybody who was in it helped write it and yeah. helped produce it. And uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has another phenomenal performance. Jennifer Lawrence is my, my babe. <clears throat> it was so good to see her do something new for the first time in, you know, fucking years. Meryl Streep's amazing. Timothy Chalamet. Um... Fucking Tyler Perry, Kate Blanchett. Um, the cast is just fucking stacked and it, it was it was really good. It was literally if I could sum it up, it's literally like watching the last two years play by play. It's what it is. You're watching the last two years unfold. They you know, call it they a... say it's a comet, but we all know what the C stands for. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Well, we knew, I mean... Also, ironically, isn't there a comet heading here right now? Why not? Probably. <laughs> um, probably. Probably. At this point, I mean, you know... It, Hit us. Hit is us anybody... So, uh, if people want to... If people just want to look more into... Uh, one of the co-writers was David Sirota. And um, he he is a very... I... He is a highly respected... Uh, writer and journalist um one of few true credible journalists i feel like we have left there's not many um he was the guy just the guy knows his shit and if you guys are ever able to find any interviews with him and just listen to a lot of his commentary um i really appreciate him as a person and i was so happy when i found out that he was the one co-writing this with adam mckay i thought this is gonna be fucking brilliant i mean like before i even knew who was casted in it the fact that yeah. i was i was very familiar <clears throat> with david sirota as a journalist and respected him so much that when i found out that he was involved i thought oh my god this is gonna because well here's the thing the only way that you can ever get out the truth in a lot of these movies is through humor because other people, otherwise people won't pay attention. They won't pay attention. But this movie is the <clears throat> truth. And there's a lot of, and it's, I just think it's amazing that a lot of mainstream media is not even talking about this movie. And I'm like, oh, I wonder why. Yeah, I, I actually told I you. Wonder, I wonder why. I actually told not Annie talking about, about this movie. Because I was like, hmm. It's really huh, funny that mainstream huh. media isn't covering this movie. Breaking Points is a great news 
uh, channel that is on YouTube. And if you Google breaking points data uh, and um, uh, what was his name? I'm sorry. I totally lost his name again. David Sirota. I keep <laughs> want to say Sorkin, but it's not Sorkin. David Sirota uh, did an interview with the uh, host of them. And it's, it's a great little, it's a small interview. It's like 10, 15 minutes. It's really great to check out. Um, yeah. And it, it, he talks a lot about how him and Adam McKay have texted back and forth. Like, huh, it's really funny that nobody's talking about this movie when it's pretty much going to be the biggest. I mean, this, especially because of the biggest movie, like you literally have a cast, like everybody's in this movie. Everybody is in this fucking movie. Kate Blanchett and Meryl Streep are in this goddamn movie. I mean, are you what? Like this movie is gonna be an Oscar t- Oscar contender. It is, but I'm I'm telling you, it might not win. There are people. Listen, there's a reason why mainstream media isn't talking about this. There's movie. a reason why it's actually really hard to find this movie in theaters. Me and Annie had to look hard. To find it in theaters. And it's probably why it got a a Netflix release. Because they knew this would happen. Critics guarantee it. The reason why it's getting getting mixed reviews. Critics are... (laughs) Critics are saying it's smug and heavy-handed. I think a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. That's the problem. It is smug and heavy-handed. 100%. Guess what? It's the fucking truth. Because it's the truth. It's going to say a lot. We see this a lot. It's already been nominated for four Golden Globes. So also I love Ariana Grande's song in it, I would just like to say, and I kinda just want to listen to that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um Oh, it's her and Kid Cuddy did it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um She plays an absolute bitch until she sings the song and then you're like, Oh, okay. Because you know Ariana Grande's not a bitch. Like I've seen interviews with her, she seems like a really nice person. It's kind of like Kate Blanchett's character, nothing like her. Uh, Meryl Streep, clearly that's nothing like her. <clears throat> but we all know how much Meryl Streep hates Trump, so I feel like she really enjoyed playing that role. I really do. <laughs> it, yeah, it goes without saying. Um, I haven't seen the movie yet, but enough that I've heard about it that I'm like, oh, I'm definitely setting aside time to watch this because, like I said, it it's not going to depress me. I'm, I've just got one thing to say before we end, especially when it touches on this movie, because I saw it in a meme. Listen to your conspiracy theory, friends, because everything we've been saying is coming true. And that's all I'm going to say. Watch Don't Look Up if you haven't seen it yet. I love listen it. To your, listen to your friends. It's all coming true. I saw, which you'll get this when you watch it, I saw a post on Facebook yesterday and I laughed so goddamn hard. It said, why did he charge her for the snacks though? And I just laughed because it's from that movie and I shared it and like so many people were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, go watch Don't Look Up. This is a great conversation starter. Go watch it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's all. (laughs) And if you think it's smug, well, you just... It is, but it's it, keep, it's keep done the right living, way. Keep living with rose-colored glasses on. It's done it's the right way. It really is. Yeah. Also, uh, Jennifer Lawrence has officially won the bang contest. I think Courtney Cox has been knocked oh, out. Oh, listen. <laughs> um, Although, for some reason, she can pull them off. I think it's just because I'm biased. It's 
probably because I'm biased. The first, the first <laughs> picture that I saw her of in this movie, I was like, yo, <laughs> ma'am. Did the comet hit your head? <laughs> only. Is that where that hair kick came from? Like, did that, was that the only, is that what happened? It's like, that's the point of the movie? Like, the comet only hit your head? And that's why your head looks like that? Because, yo, like, <laughs> ma'am. I mean, she's a gorgeous woman, and, but that, mm, yeah. All right, guys, well, next week, tune in. We are going to be talking about a new paranormal place, if it actually exists. Uh, a friend of mine lives down in Kentucky. I had never heard of this before, so this is going to be great. Oh, it's yeah. really interesting to um, talk about. She does not fully believe in it, but she does fully not not believe in it. The okay. place is called Elsewhere, Kentucky. When she was a kid, she heard a lot of stories about this place. This place reminds me a lot of Hell... Is it Helltown? Helltown, Ohio. which is actually Boston Township, which we know was a real town, but it's completely wiped off yeah. the map, and there's almost nothing left of the town. So, yeah, it made me think of that, too, where I was like, okay, that's fucking weird, because obviously it... There's always some truth to folklore. Yep. Always remember that. I've been into folklore stories since I was a kid. I've always loved folklore stories, especially where we live and grow up in Ohio, because you're surrounded by, you know, Appalachia, and there are a lot of folklore stories that come out of Appalachia, and they are, there's always a grain of truth in every single one. So then when I heard about this, I was like, this place could have really been, this place could have really happened. But why was it just wiped off? What happened that it was just wiped off the mat, map and now people are like, okay, did this place right. really actually exist? Or like, did we just imagine this place existed? So I'm excited to talk about that to see. Is That's going to be too. cool. Yeah. Especially because of her viewpoint where she's like, I don't believe in it, but I don't not believe in it. And the reason is because... I live really close to it, and I live on Indian burial ground, but also, she's like, I heard stories about it as a child. Growing up, I've heard people talk about it. So she's like, it's been passed down, and she's like, so there's some truth in it. The story She's like, even if it's not called elsewhere, someplace probably it was here, and now isn't. And it's still creepy. So... So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about next week. Uh, Super excited to talk about that with you guys. Uh, Have a great weekend. Of course, you know all of our socials. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at DFWTO Podcast. Twitter and, or, I mean, all at handles, DFWTO8811. Jesus Christ. We have an email if you want to say, hey, uh, any questions, concerns, or whatnot, DFWTO8493 at gmail.com. And, of course, we are on Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Please follow. Please subscribe. Leave comments. Give us a rate. Say hey. You know, do your thing. And don't forget, we have merch. The link is in the, um, on all of the socials, the link is there under the link tree. You just go to podcast merch and all of our merch is there. Um, I've been wearing some of our podcast merch recently and get it's getting attention. And I think that's kind of cool. So... You guys have a great week. Have a great weekend. Be safe out there. I think that's everything. I feel like I've been talking for 42 hours. And remember, <laughs> don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the, the original. original. I'm sorry. I surprised <laughs> you with that. <laughs> okay, guys. Bye. Bye.